right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode on the Entertainment Arc podcast. And on this episode, we will be discussing Black Panther 2. And today we have a few special guests, uh, Narf, A-Ray, Shaman, all led by your host, Ash. So um, we're just going to get right into it. Um, so the first thing that I'm, you know, I just want to say is, you know, rest in peace to Chadwick. Um, I know he didn't really get to write too much on this movie or, you know, view the script even. Um, but this this movie is really kind of, you know, towards him and the transition from a, a one Black Panther to the new one. Um, and he, w- he was a great and brave man. I just want to say that. Um, for those who don't know, um, you can look a little bit into his story online, but I'm not going to go too much into it. Um, so I'm going to give the floor to some of these guys and whoever wants to jump on can. But I'm just going to talk about what are your thoughts on the overall uh, on the movie? Thoughts overall on the movie. All right. Yes. I'll take anyone. Any, yeah, anyone. Sorry, yeah. I didn't I, I, I didn't uh, say a name. I, I, I said anyone. Good. Yeah, go ahead. Good. Yeah. So. It was a good movie, you know, feel good movie, not theater worthy. Um, <laughs> you know, like it was just a little too long for my liking. Like I, I kind of got zoned out like midway through. Um, there was a lot to take in, like the whole world with like Namor, like underwater. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was a good movie. Uh, I think there's a lot of stuff that we can talk about in the movie but like at the end of the day i just felt like it was like lackluster it was more of like a tribute film to um the chadwick more than a movie about black panther and you know forwarding his or her story yeah right even though the post-credit scene uh, you know what i'm not gonna say that uh overall given the extreme circumstances that they were in like i overall it was a pretty okay film i went to go see with my sister and she walked out absolutely loving the film and i walked out i'm like that was i mean like it was pretty mid in comparison but the one thing i did like about the film what huh what in comparison to what dr strange i don't know i felt i felt like the the dr strange film that came out a few months ago was slightly a little bit better i think it's a, it's a, it's a different type of movie too so it's hard yeah. to compare to both it's not a horror film so like i guess you're right on that just uh but there are little details about the film that i really did like about it which mm-hmm. was like this may be uh, this is like quite simple you guys have noticed it already but what do you call it the the talokanian uh individuals whenever they were on surface they turned blue Mm-hmm. And then in, to continue uh, with the little attention to detail, when they were in the water, they were regularly uh, like, you know, like skinned people uh, like, mm-hmm. okay, I got to be careful how I say this, but <laughs> they were in their regular like, you know, uh, like right. non-blue like color. Yeah, right. In non-blue color. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> chill, 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 chill. <laughs> they weren't colored anymore. <laughs> so they, were, they were blue on the surface, but then they were non-blue like in the water. So it just goes to show that like, like like they are they were outcast uh, like you know after they were colonized by the spanish but then mm-hmm. their real like abode is in the sea so that little detail i really did like 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 and the, the only the big surprising thing to me maybe this may be a bit nerdy is uh, um aquaman was written into uh, like existence 2 years after namor was introduced and in fact oh. namor uh was the second marvel comics character ever written Oh, wow. Right, right that. after the Human Torch Android, the non-Fantastic Four version. So, overall, like in terms of the movie, like I, I would say it's a perfectly okay film. Like, 
it's like nothing outstanding. I like Doctor Strange a bit more. It's a lot better than Thor: Love and Thunder, but that's not a very high bar. High bar to like, like a surpass. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I agree. Uh, yeah, a Ray, did you want to talk about a little bit? Yeah, yeah let me jump in here. I feel kind of on the outside. I'm not much of a Marvel fan like you guys, but I did go to see this movie. I thought it was all right. Like, uh, like Narf was saying earlier, it was two hours and 41 minutes. That's super long. I hate movies just because they're super long in general, but this was super, like, again, it was so long, but um, it didn't feel like it was three hours long. It was actually kind of entertaining. I like learning about the the sea people, um, and I thought Namor was pretty badass. I thought it was cool, but other than that, I thought it was just all right. I feel like that's a consensus we're getting here. It's just all right. Um, compared to the first movie, did you guys think this movie was better, or what? Did you guys think this one was worse? Hell I think, no, it was. Hell no, the first Black Panther oh, was so good. much. How's that even a question? Yeah. Oh my God, sorry. <laughs> like... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> hey, I, I think you can all like agree without like any argument that th- this movie did not compare to the first movie. I, the, the issue is like this entire Phase Four has just been so bad, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, phase four of marvel like just took a hit and like the writing the directing the even the cgi like it's just it's not the same i I don't know what's going on um i feel like after phase like three everything fell off like after endgame like it's just like they're just throwing content at us and like forcing these movies and shows and i don't think they have any clear direction or even if they do this it's really messy so yeah I agree. Uh, I know Phase Four um is a setup, obviously for Phase Five, which starts with a uh, Quantum, um, uh, which is coming out soon. It's like the new installment of Ant Man, um, yeah, but I I agree with you. Like it's been kind of mid. Just even the shows haven't been really you know exciting. I know, uh, Narf has been watching him, um, yeah. and has been up to date, but they just haven't been you know really catching my attention. Yeah, oh. I, I hate I hate to say this, but I'm kind of happy that they're sucking right now because you know me, I'm a DC fan, I'm a DC guy. So mm. Superman's back, Black Adam's back. That's a whole different topic, but you know, like I I, I want to see DC on the come up now and like take over the superhero franchise and you know watch Marvel's downfall. But I mean, I enjoyed the first three phases, so I can't hate too much. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I think we win as like you know the consumers. We get to have uh you know. We had we get to have entertainment, and an even better thing is like a rising tide raises all ships. So if Marvel starts sucking and then DC starts like destroying it at the box office, it's gonna force Marvel to like you know basically to be shaken out of atrophy. So mm. if they see that and eventually see their numbers dip, they're gonna be like, okay, we can't just like churn it out like you know every three to four months, and it's just like yeah, like ever since Phase Three and Phase Four started, like it's just been oh man mm-hmm. like they're like they've it's been very hit or miss but they've missed far off far more often than they've hit like the only decent thing that that has come out over the past few like marvel media like mainstream like in canon with the universe would have to be the tv shows most of them are decent um yeah, i think moon knight was really i thought moon knight was really good moon knight, like, was, no, yeah, the best one was loki the best one was loki, yes, loki what was, you, uh, i mean in terms of tv shows but if we talk uh, overall spider-man yeah. no way home is undefeated yes that's true. Um, Shang Chi wasn't that bad. Yeah, but, uh, I actually like Shang Chi. Yeah, that, those two. Yeah. I think after that, it kind of fell off. I agree. Yeah. Um, the Eternals. Uh, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't acknowledge those. Yeah. <laughs> people really like the Eternals, though. Like, so some people were like, "Yo, Eternals was amazing." Other people, it's like it doesn't make sense in the grand scheme of things. So it was different. It was really different. Like, it was. To, it yeah. was. 
no, I'm sorry, uh, Narf. Narf. <laughs> I want to get your input on one thing I got to say, because <laughs> um, there's one dude on YouTube said it, and I kind of agree with it. So I, I find it interesting that that Iron Man in a timeline started off in 2008, and then you move all the way to 2023, right? But it's simple when you're able to introduce the characters, like the conflict that they had to go through and how they overall add to the bigger story over the course of time. Mm-hmm. To me, it's okay to do when there's only 13 years that have elapsed. Not 13, what am I saying? Um, about 14 or 15 or so years. Mm-hmm. It makes no sense to me that like the Eternals, who were literally in their friggin' names, means they've existed forever, right? Yes. <laughs> Why is it that they get only a only a movie, not a TV show? Right. It makes no sense. They've literally been there since the beginning of history, and they have some of the most like you know, like amazing characters like available. And uh, I don't know if you guys have read the comics, but their powers, I felt like were significantly nerfed. Um, they all have the power cosmic, and meaning every single one of them has super uh, human strength, durability. And all of them are able to fly. I don't know why Icarus is the only one that was able to fly in the in like the film. Like it doesn't make any sense. And some of the characters had a dramatic, had a very, very, very dramatic like change in uh in their description because some of the things in the comics are extremely brutal. Like uh, Druig, do you guys remember him? Like in the in the in the movie, the guy who controls minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So in the comics, there was a version of him where he was part of a he was part of the KGB, and then he uh, absolutely enjoyed like you know torturing people. So I'm like, I understand why they can't put that in the in the film because that's just not, that's I mean, not appropriate. Yeah, it's, it's a whole thing about like the multiverse, right? Like there's so many variations of them. Even like yeah. you know Spider Man, like there's like technologically advanced Spider Man, and then there's like normal Spider Man that like shoots web out of his skin. So like I guess it's all about the multiverse, right? So like. Yeah. Eternals in this verse is different from Eternals in other verses, but um, yeah, I, I get wh- wh- where you're going, but like, you know, that also brings, like, I'm, I'm trying to bring it back to the Black Panther movie, but like, you know, like, with Thor coming and doing the finger snap, like, you know, we had a lot of characters missing, but it, I mean, you can't have everyone, like, you can't predict which future characters are going to be in Marvel, like, you know, like, where was no more in all of this, right? Like, it's 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 hard to put everybody into the story like it's you know you just kind of have to go with the flow and like keep adding on characters and you know some things you're just gonna have to look past i agree i think you know obviously you know the actual main actors have also been like you know getting older now so they have to find replacements so Mm -hmm. i feel like it's kind of hard to transition you know it's not always easy to transition like i think black panther did this pretty well to transferring to you know his sister um did you guys think like you know, Chadwick was the main reason for success in the first Black Panther, or what do you guys think on that? All right, so I'm gonna be honest with you. Watching this movie, I, at first I was like, "There's like, you know, there was a lot of doubt." Uh, I I didn't think this movie was gonna succeed just because you know there is no Chadwick, and like Chadwick is Black Panther. He is who made the movie so like iconic. You know, like Wakanda Forever. You know, everything like he embodied. Um black panther like perfectly and so you know missing him like obviously everyone felt it into the the movie but i think they did an amazing amazing job of like putting like the way they did transition shuri into the shuri i don't know how to pronounce her fucking name Mm -hmm. but anyways the how she transitioned to the film like basically you know earning that black panther status 
was you know i really like that like i really was rooting for her like she did everything as a human as she could that like to have peace to you know like she didn't even want that black panther status but like it was kind of like forced on her because she had to protect a nation so like i really like that aspect of things like how she got the title and you know it's also comic accurate for the people who care i personally i don't care you know like you need to adapt to movies and to Mm-hmm. all that stuff but like for the people who care she she does become black panther so i, I liked the, uh, how they did it and you know i enjoyed it to be honest yeah yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good point to make because like like i feel like in the first few films that you saw her in she was a scientist and like yes. she was an absolutely brilliant individual and mm-hmm. she learned how to fight and become better and same, same thing happened with what do you call it uh t'challa as a character he's actually not even he's not even a warrior first he was a brilliant uh like a science like scientist slash like inventor slash engineer and he learned how to fight after right so he came up with like you know the like the back-end technology that works with the vibranium in the film so mm-hmm. Like it, it goes to show the character growth. Like T'Challa did yeah. it, and then Shuri did it just as well. Yeah, I I want to say like you know like in the first film she was kind of like a supporting character, and then kind of watching her become the main character now, like you can really see how much work and effort she put in from like trying to save her brother to like, you know, making her way to become Black Panther. I think it was pretty good. Um, I so I agree with you, Narf, on that one. Uh, um, here's the thing we, we said a lot of positives about this movie yeah i, I want i want to really hit on some negatives because some things that really pissed me off and i know we kind of like going out of order that's fine first you go you go oh oh, oh my goodness um <laughs> okay so i liked ironheart right she's a she, i think ironheart's an amazing character but the way that th- they threw her in there she made like a vibranium detecting technology out of like scrap metal like Bro, like, what? How does that make sense? Like, you could be intelligent, but, like, you know, like, how does this, like, normal college girl figure this out? No one else in the world could, like, yeah. Okay, that's not exactly how it happened. Like, she made it in a class and somebody else copied her work and they made it and started using it. So that's kind of the thing. But, like, that's the thing. But, like, she was, like, the mind behind it. Like, she was one who was able to, like, fix it up and, like, remake it. Um, And it's stuff like that. Like, it's... Mm -hmm it's a lot of things that are just forced for the story and i get it it's just like you know like a, you know it's just this movie but at the yeah. same time like the it, things gotta make sense like you can't just expect all of us to accept everything and that that really pissed me off the fact that she did that first and then she made an iron heart armor out of nothing nothing like yeah tony uh, tony stark spent so many movies perfecting his armor and this girl makes her armor in like seconds and like Oh my goodness! And then not only that, there was like three more Iron Man suits. Like those, um, uh, the the other girls were like flying in them. I was like, bro, like what is going on? Like why is yeah. there so many suits here? Like what are you watching? Are we watching Iron Man or Black Panther? Uh, bro, yeah. it, 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 well, it pissed me off. Well, in the comics, Riri Williams was personally mentored by Tony Stark. So, who? Um, well, well Riri oh, Williams, Ironheart, uh, Ironheart, the character's yeah. name. Like she was personally mentored by tony stark so okay but, that but i understand any of that like no yeah, one no. knows any of that right Dude. it's just like this random girl does this thing and like i i don't read comics honestly i, I don't i don't really follow comics too much but like me seeing that i'm like who is this girl like what the hell is she doing so that i can agree with and honestly if she wasn't in the film i literally wouldn't have noticed any difference on how the plot plays that's out. what I'm i agree saying. thank I agree. you thank you from an outside perspective 
like you know you guys all are all into marvel like that i'm not so from an outside perspective she felt she felt really irrelevant like i'm just watching it like who is this girl like she didn't yeah. really do anything either like she got brought she basically caused the war and yeah. outside of that she didn't really do anything except fly around shoot a few people and i, I thought it was pretty dumb it made the movie feel pretty long too so that that was a huge negative for me and also i don't know if you guys can comment on this but what was the point of having that um the the they called him the colonizer i'm not sure his actual name what was the point of having him in the movie i feel like he didn't do anything either except for well, uh, that i can that one is a bit of a stretch uh narf i can take this one if you don't mind yeah yeah go for it yeah so i think the only reason they had him in there was to introduce val and Val uh, is gonna. I'm pretty sure she has the one been the one like uh, recruiting all the people for the Thunderbolts. So I, uh, if you guys saw Falcon and the Winter Soldier, she got, uh, she got what is it? Um, what's his name? Uh, the the Captain America, which who was Captain America for not too long. Uh, uh not oh, damn John Walker, John Walker. So. You know, the guy who started off as a regular soldier and then took the soldier, yeah. super soldier serum and became evil. And then he, when he mm-hmm. was like, let go of them, like, you know, of them, our Captain America mantle, Val took him in as a Thunderbolt. So basically, like an, it's like an, it's like the anti-Avengers. So they definitely needed to bring her back in to show her more relevance. But if you saw uh, Captain America Civil War and you also saw the, the first Black Panther, Everett Ross have being in there, um, I, know, I guess it shows continuity uh, outside of Wakanda and how... Like you know, Wakanda. It's not just like it's like it's like they're they're probably one of the most powerful nations within that universe. But they also need to have like you know diplomatic relations with other people, which I guess the CIA is not a very diplomatic way of dealing with things. But I guess they needed to keep him somewhat like uh, like relevant to the plot and be they and have Val be continuously be introduced in every other form of Marvel media. Okay, so that makes that makes sense. Thank you for explaining that to me, Shaman. I'm just watching the movie from an outside perspective and to me it just felt irrelevant and i didn't know it was a setup for like a potential other movie so i guess that's a cool thing about um you know the whole marvel universe is there's setups from this movie or any movie that leads to any other movie was there any other thing that i missed as somebody outside of you know the marvel verse did i miss any other setups um i don't think any other setups i mean the iron heart was set up in there uh that's a layup yeah um what about that well that thunderbolts obviously um and i think what do you call it they made the most like uh like given the circumstances they made the best possible way to to introduce a new t'challa with like uh with uh t'challa's like you know son t'challa the second (laughs) (laughs) the second Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he, he uh, it was like a little tongue-in-cheek way for them to throw him back in there. And uh, Narf, uh, I know you know a little bit of French history, so uh, I, I like the, I, I like do. the fact that <laughs> <laughs> no, like uh, they basically named his son uh, with the Haitian name of Toussaint, and that's basically like the founder of Haiti with the founder of Haiti. I think his name was Toussaint uh, Louverture. So I was like, ah, okay, a, a powerful leader for a nation, like. I was like, that's a little that's a little easter egg that they threw in there wait wait, wait, wait. let me let me ask you guys something else real quick so with the ending right is he supposed to be the next new i guess the black panther after that or is he just gonna be sure king right well no he uh well, like uh, he's the prince uh wakanda basically yeah and uh ramonda knew the whole time and mm-hmm. 
and at the end of the movie black panther's like mantle was by was taken up by shuri but i think she relinquished that title because she's like i don't want that somebody else that's gotcha. more interested in it can have it you know who got that title right you tell me Ooh. my guy mbaku mbaku i'm really good i'm really good at that yeah yo my guy Yo, remember that uh, dialogue that Mbaku had with um, Shuri, like, because she wanted vengeance? Mm-hmm. Like, that was a really good scene for Mbaku. Like, it, it showed a lot of character depth that he's not just a, br- a brute, but, like, he's also, like, this passionate guy that who cares about his people. And, you know, that, that was actually a really iconic scene, I, I think, for him. And I think it's going to be a big part of uh, the Marvel Universe. Yeah, I you hope so. so. I absolutely love Winston Duke. Yeah. I, I gotta, dude. I feel like the Marvel universe is just too big. There's so many like characters, and I, I get lost in it. It's hard for somebody like me to kind of hop into this universe. I feel like, like I if, gotta... you did, if you didn't watch like from the beginning, then you're gonna get lost pretty quickly. I feel like that's like, true because there's a lot of connections that you won't get unless like you know you watch that specific video at that scene. Like it's kind of it's kind of hard to explain because like. There's scenes that, like, if you miss, then you might not get it in the next movie. Like, you, you'll still enjoy the movie, and it'll be a good movie, but, like, you won't, like, catch all the references. Gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. So, real quick, right? Does that mean that they're going to make, like, a cool, cool con video, like, a movie for him? <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be dope. They could. Yeah. They could like, oh, like, I watch it. Why say that? <laughs> cool, cool con. No, we got to say it like that, bro. <laughs> no more. No more cool, cool con, bro. <laughs> I, I thought it was a badass man. I wish they'd make a movie for him instead of like uh, no, so I did a show maybe. Yeah, I think they're um setting him up for something big because um they're probably gonna have a few like him in future movies just because mm-hmm. he's such a big character. Like they can't just you know put shove him to the side right now. Um, I think they're gonna wait for some other probably big setup to happen until probably like invasions or something too. Like yeah, probably they're done the same side so. Can I get one thing straight? Is he a bad guy or a good guy? He gave me bad guy vibes at the end. Well, he's an anti-hero. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's not not a bad guy, not a good guy. Like he's a good guy to it's all about perspective. Like he's a good guy to his people, but like a bad guy to like everyone else. Kind of. Gotcha. Yeah, makes sense because like everybody was like, I mean, he said himself like he's versing everybody, like him versus the world. But then all his um fam family inside of you know wherever he lived, I forget the name of the town or city, whatever. They're like. (laughs) Cool, cool and <laughs> I just feel like they loved him. <laughs> they loved him, you know. So and he did seem like you really love that name, too. didn't you? Do I love it, man? <laughs> this guy, bro. Come on, Ash. Uh, all right. Okay. Oh man. Actually, right, we'll move on to the next. Uh, next. Uh, next. Yeah, yeah, please, so, do. please do. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I mean, I'm just going to talk about, like, so IMDB, right? So they gave it a rating of a 7.3, right? Which is the same rating that the first Black Panther got. Do you guys agree with that rating? Like, is that too high? No, if you go first. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's too high. Um, <laughs> I, I, I reviewed it uh, myself, and I gave it a 6.5. And the only reason I... I gave it a 6.5 was it was like a wholesome heartfelt movie it had good the like villain plot but it was like a bad execution of it just because like the fight scenes were like they would start up you would like be waiting in anticipation for this huge like fight and then like it just died down right away um so yeah there's lackluster fight scenes 
but the overall story was pretty good you know it was heartfelt it was very emotional you know especially with the queen dying i, I don't think we spoke about that but you know when that queen or when the queen died like that was a very moving scene like that was when um Shuri like really embraced like you know she has to be the protector and defender of uh, Wakanda so yeah that, that scene was really emotional um and I, I think they did the best they could with transi- transitioning to like a new Black Panther um given the circumstances and whatnot but um at the end of the day it's still not theater worthy there wasn't like any two memorable scenes um the only thing that I would like to add is Man, I really wish they had Killmonger in the movie. And I don't mean by in that like the that that one scene where he comes in her like um ancestral plane like Yeah, scene. exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I, bro, when I seen Killmonger, I was so hyped. I was like, That's yo. Yeah. Was, bro, that I, that that seems to change. I I heard this theory, right? If they uh-huh. didn't kill Killmonger, like yeah. that he could have taken that Black Panther spot. That's what, what would I'm you saying. think? Like, how would, Bro, that, how would that movie? Would this movie have been better with that? Like, see, I think yes. it would have been tougher to make a story around that. Um, that would make mm-hmm. sense. But I would have, yeah. dude, I would have loved that man. Michael B. Jordan is yeah. like, dude. Yeah, he's a great I, actor. Yeah. yeah, everyone would have liked that. I think, but um, it, mm-hmm. it, as I said, it's it's hard to make that story work. Yes. I agree. Sweet. So, so Narf's giving it this. Uh, what was it? Six point five. Yep. All right. What you what you got to say about that, Shaman? Oh, I, I have I have a few things to say. That's for sure. My God. Um, I feel like I will give it an even lower score of about six, if not a five and a half, because Damn. the 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 movie's runtime was slightly a bit too long. Um, and uh, the subject matter that they were trying to, the subject matter they were trying to explain. It's extremely complicated, and I feel like they just didn't do it right because you're talking about like you know, like political instability, espionage, and stuff like that. That's an extremely difficult topic to cover, and like they basically, I don't think, kept you engaged well enough to like appreciate that, or the story just well wasn't well written, like enough for that. Like it's like it's I don't know the fact that they're talking about it, but they only give you a few scenes of it. Like I don't know, and. Shuri being the Black Panther, I'm not really a fan of because, like, you know, you didn't see any form of a, like, you didn't see any form of her, like, being prone to it, and, like, she was basically forced into it, but I guess they corrected that by her really relinquishing the title, like, towards the end of the film, and... Uh, I kind of disagree with you on, on that. Oh, oh, oh I, I'm all ears. I am all ears. She earned that. Come on. Like, how, how can you say that, you know, like, it was kind of, like, pushed onto her? Like, yeah, it was pushed onto her by, like, the film, but it wasn't, like, forced in the sense that you know like no one wanted to accept it like i think like when i was watching the movie i was rooting for her like yeah i was like put that suit on beat namor's ass like namor was pissing me off come on he just killed the queen killed like a bunch of wakandans like come on like how could you not ask her to put on that suit or at least like someone to put on the suit and here's the thing if she didn't put on the suit who would right well listen well you you can't just get the suit remember like you have to go to the plane and get like chosen etc like i know she well, made well, first that. of all you need the arch heart-shaped herb so exactly right like and they didn't like um have it until they like uh, reproduced it right is that all right yeah so it's um but like yeah. and i'm pretty sure you can't you can't just become it even if you drink it you still have to get chosen right that part is true wrong. 
That is and, that part. Right. And on top of that, she wasn't even chosen by you know like T'Challa. Like I know you probably couldn't have made mm-hmm. that, but like you know mm-hmm. the fact that she was chosen by a Killmonger that was pretty epic. Come on now, like you yeah. kind of gotta accept like she was good. Like uh, the fact that she was given the suit and stuff. I, I like the aspect of how she also didn't want to become Black Panther right away. Like like she was trying the best that she can, like as Shuri. And then, like, that opportunity came, and then, like, because everyone thought, like, there wasn't going to be, because everyone gave up, like, if you remember, like, the Queen, it's like, there won't be another Black Panther, like, that was it, like, we need to live without him, and figure out how to live without him. And, like, when, you know, she came and became Black Panther, and she dropped down in front of everyone, like, that was a really hyped moment, I don't know. Um, I I maintain my stance. I don't think sure. Well, okay, fine. I'm not gonna go in, go in an infinite loop. She didn't. If she did not become Black Panther by the end of the film, so I guess they corrected that. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's I don't know the 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 type of uh, the subject that they were tackling. I just don't think the movie was well written around it because it's a very interesting subject, but just that I don't know. They just kind of fumbled at it. Ash, what do you think? Well, what would you rate the movie? I would say I would give it a 6.7. I think it was a good movie, but I also think it was like another stereotypical Marvel movie in a way. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the plot, like, you know what's going to happen, like, in a sense. Like, you knew Shuri was going to become Black Panther, like, even without looking at the trailers, all right? Like, you know, there was going to be Black Panther, right? And you know, there's going to be a villain, and you know, the good guys are going to win. So it's kind of that cut and paste that Marvel's been succeeding in. But I mean, what do you guys think? Like, do you yeah. think it was like a typical superhero movie? Or I agree with you that they, 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 they've been succeeding with it, but not anymore. Like, I think people are getting yeah, old. I agree. Tired of it. I, I think DC DC is doing you know something really different. I think, and it really started. I think you know even I just saw like Black Adam, and that was that was very different. I don't know. It just didn't seem like a yeah. It, like, there was he, some you know cheesiness. The question of like who do you define as a hero? Who do you define as a yeah? Villain? That's what DC exactly. Is yeah, I agree. It's like perspective-wise, right? Like you mentioned. All right, so I guess the verdict is up for Ash. I gotta, I gotta give it my opinion now. Yes. All right, so we've got six and a half, five and a half, and six point seven. I gotta give it a six. Um, again, I have an outside perspective, not too much inside this Marvel universe. But to me, this movie was kind of like a girl that you want to take out, but like you don't want to end up wife here. That's what it felt like to me, just because. I thought the movie was all right. You know, that's that's what a six is. It's all right, you know? Like, a five would be like, nah, man. You know, you could lean either way. But I thought it was, I didn't think it was terrible. I thought it was, you know, all right. So that's why I'm giving it a six. Like Shaman mentioned earlier about Shuri and kind of getting into that Black Panther role. I'm with him there. I ca- It felt a little forced to me. I wasn't rooting for her like Narf was, but I was just kind of like, all right, sure, whatever. You know, I was hoping for something a little bit more badass. And then the whole part where where they basically had to wage war just because um um Chala's like uh fiance, ex-fiance, whatever, came in and killed two people. And then right before they were just saying, Oh, you know, let's let's find a way to be peaceful and you know, whatever. And then because she came in and killed two people, they started a whole ass war. I thought that was so stupid. So to me, those are the reasons why that the movie wasn't as great. But again, like I said earlier in this pod. You know, it was a long movie, but it didn't feel as long. And that's why I did enjoy it a little bit. And the fighting scenes were all right. So that's why I gave it a six. I don't know if you guys can disagree with that, but that's my opinion. So 
yeah with that being said it kind of feels like we're all kind of in a some somewhat of a you know five and a half yeah agreement five and a half to you know 6.7 damn I, i don't know that's that's pretty bad right uh see bad is like she hulk being like a four out of ten or a three out of ten like gotcha Gotcha. Yeah, and this is the last thing that I want to say. The Wakandans had the worst defense system in the world. They had no underwater defense system. <laughs> bro, what? Like, how are you they guys? Got bro, yeah, that's not, bro. Like, they would only detect people in their like area once they're like in front of you, like once you're fighting already. Like, dude, their defense <laughs> system was just terrible, and that's all I just gotta end it with. Yeah, how the hell did they get in there? Dude, they just pulled they just up. Walked in. They just walked in. They just... literally had no sonar. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Wait, what, <laughs> what kind of big ass river gets in there? Like, how did Namor uh-huh. even get in there? It's a. It was. Isn't Wakanda like a landlocked like country? Like, bro, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, none of that made sense. But, but they have some oh, water. Cause remember, remember when the queen first meets Namor, comes out of the water. So that was. Yeah, but where the fuck is that coming? I mean, I mean... <laughs> okay. They just spawned. Like, they didn't think to put like any sonars underwater. Water, like like they just did not care about I agree. it like after- I agree. They, have, like, they have such advanced technology and like they couldn't and they know that. that like you know the u.s and all the other countries are trying to get vibranium it's not like yeah. they would it's common sense to have a defense system bro, yeah that's yeah. a submarine bro and that's it wakanda's taking over that, that doesn't make any sense like vibranium can t- can deflect thor's hammer but it can't detect a fucking dude swimming okay this <laughs> <laughs> math funny all right, I, that's gonna be it for the pot, right? Sounds about right. Sounds yes, good. Sir. I think all I'm right, all set. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Sweet. All right. Thanks, Ash, for having us on your pod, the entertainment arc. Guys, make sure you guys check out the link in the description for this video. It's gonna be on YouTube and pretty much everywhere that you stream your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, everywhere. I'm saying literally everywhere. So if you guys want to check out more of our videos or pods. Make sure you guys check it out. We have more podcasts. We have two NBA podcasts as well as a new anime one coming out very soon. And we have a bunch more coming to uh, possibly a gaming one, possibly a Formula One one. You know, yes. it's going to be lit. Make sure you guys stick around. It's, it's going to be dope. And I know we're excited. So make sure you guys are as excited. I'm telling you, we're bringing that energy. So with that being said, peace out, guys. And we'll catch you guys on another pod. Peace. Ooh, cool, cool, cool.